Broadcasting from the Business Radio X studios, it's time for Business Leaders Radio. Now, here's your host, John Ray. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Business Leaders Radio. I'm John Ray, and we folks, we are broadcasting from inside Renaissance Bank in beautiful Alpharetta. And just a quick note on Renaissance, they've been voted the best bank in Georgia, uh, several years, actually, uh, in Time Magazine's Money.com. And I think the reason for that is they are uh, big enough to handle pretty much any need you can throw at them, small enough to do it in a personal way. I know that myself. If you want to find out more about Renaissance and the experience they bring for their customers and maybe see if it's a fit for you, go to renaissancebank.com, find their local office, and give them a call. And I think you'll be glad you did. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. And now I want to welcome Brian Filoni. Brian is with Innovatus. Brian, welcome. Welcome. Uh, I'm glad to be here, John. Yeah, my, you're my old friend. Uh, <laughs> for, for at least a few years. Yeah, a few years there anyway. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, let's uh, fill folks in on your journey. Tell, Give them an introduction to you and to Innovatus. Okay. Uh, well, Innovatus is a consulting company that uh, focuses strictly on helping accounting firms grow. Uh, and I've spent over 30 years in the accounting marketing profession working for a couple of the big uh, top 100 firms in the country, as well as uh, a local firm here in Alpharetta, and uh, decided uh, at one point in time that it was time to retire, get get uh, get away from the, the firm that I was with. Uh, it was important to them to have some continuity. And so I, you know, I knew that my time was limited with them, and I felt it was very important for me to make a good, smooth transition for the firm mm. so that they could continue with their marketing plans for the next few years and, and continue their growth. So when I reached that point, uh, I helped find my successor and decided to go out and do a little consulting because I wasn't quite ready to hang up working with uh, accountants and helping them grow their firms. You... I I know enough about you to know that you didn't spend your whole career in accounting, but you kind of got the the bug, I think, I guess, as it were, <laughs> right? So what what attracts you to uh, helping accounting firms with their marketing and and growth initiatives? Well, maybe it'll help to give you a little bit of the background of how I got there. Sure. Um, I I spent the first seventeen years of my career in the office furniture business, working for some companies like Herman Miller and Hayworth, and in some of those big national furniture companies, uh, and uh, went through a uh, reduction in force at Herman Miller. Um, took a job uh, with a with a, a manufacturer of factory automation equipment. Uh, decided that that wasn't quite the place I wanted to be, but I'd moved my family to South Bend and bought a house and didn't know quite what to do. And I, I noticed an ad from, uh, at the time, it was a smaller firm, a Midwest firm called Crow Chiswick. They're now known as just Crow. Mm. And uh, they were looking for a marketing director. I said, you know, if they're willing to take a chance on me, I'll take a chance on them. When I got in there, what I found was, when you start working with accountants, they're very bright people. They're very focused on on what they do. Sure, but they're very very open to trying different things in order to help their practice grow. And they really kind of understood what I was trying to do. And and I just found that they were an incredibly fun group of people to work with. 
um, which is kind of flies in the face of the typical <laughs> what people think of that's of, right of an accountant right um, the other thing that was uh, very very uh, important in my career was uh, a friend of mine that was working at Crow with me at the time uh, was one of the founding members of what's known as the Association for Accounting Marketing. Mm. She said, you need to join this organization because it's going to help you understand what the role that you've got and, and the environment that you're in. And so I got in probably about a year after that association was formed and I made some lifelong friendships there. Uh, I learned a lot from people that had been, um, had kind of blazed the trail in fact, there was one gentleman by the name of Bruce Marcus who wrote a book back in the mid to late 80s called Competing for Clients. Mm. He was uh, with one of the big four firms at the time. Or it was, at the time, it was Big Eight, but uh, he was at, at one of the national firms, one of the pioneers in, a, in marketing of accounting firms. He wrote this book called Competing for Clients. He was also very, very involved in the Association for Accounting Marketing, and we would have an annual conference once a year. So, and every time I would go there, Bruce would find me and he would just sit down with me for a half hour or so and say, how's it going? What have you learned? And we'd just share what I'd learned and, mm-hmm. and, and he'd pick up some things from me and I'd pick up a lot more things from him. Mm. And so those kind of mentoring relationships and friendships were just were very important and, and really made it for a fun career. That's awesome. So you... um I guess we'll we'll put retirement in air quotes because you retired, but you really didn't. Yep. Uh, so you, you're at just a different stage of a career, really. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, you. So why uh, why Innovatus? I mean, of all the things you could have done, you're a talented guy. You've been a lot of places, done a lot of different things. What turned you on about uh, being able to join that team? One of the things that uh, really attracted me to Innovatus is that they focus strictly on working with accounting firms. So they are consultants, but they do not do anything other than accounting firms. Mm. So this allows me to stay within that, um, th- that, that world that I have come to love and really focus on helping some smaller firms that, that don't have extensive marketing staffs but really want to grow their firms helping them understand what they need to do to become more focused in in the clients that they're going after and do a better job of explaining to their target clients why it is that they're the best firm for that client to work with. Got it. Folks, we're here chatting with Brian Filoni. Brian is with Innovatus. So, um, Brian, let's, let's maybe widen the lens a little bit and talk about the industry. I'm, I'm interested sure. in your thoughts about um, where the – and every firm's at a different place, uh, of course. But where, where is the industry in terms of its marketing savvy, maybe, is the word, or may, their, their uh, uh, marketing journey? Maybe that's a better way okay. to put it. Well, there's, there's um, a, a real – split, the larger firms have gotten to be very, very good at it. And when mm. I say larger firms, I'm talking the top 100 firms in the country. Right. Uh, maybe the top, you could extend that to the top 200. But those firms have got full-fledged marketing staffs. They'll have a marketing director and 
they may have anywhere from two to up to to 20 or 30 marketing staff on board. Mm-hmm. When I say up to 30, that's generally the, the larger firms, the top 50. Um, so those firms have really gotten it. They understand what that marketing is a critical function to the growth of their business and also to being in the kind of business that they want to be in. Once you get beyond those, those top, 100, 150 firms, 200 firms, you get into some of the smaller local and, and small regional firms, they're still back where the, the larger firms were probably 30 years ago. Mm. They might have a marketing person on staff. Generally, it's what they call a marketing coordinator who basically does what the partners tell him or her to do. Um, some of which them, may or may not be the right thing, which right? may or may not be the right thing. <laughs> okay. Um, and, and, uh, those that have a more seasoned marketing person in place still are not uh, t- doing what they need to do to really uh, position themselves properly and grow the firm the way they want to grow it. Mm-hmm. Um, they're still marketing their firms the way they've been marketing uh, CPA firms for, for the last 30 years. And, and just as an aside, it's only been legal to really market professional services firms since about the early 1980s. Yeah, so this is a, a a young industry, shall we say? Well, it's not a young industry; it's a young discipline within the industry. Yeah, better said. Thank yep. you. Um, so, what what are some of those differences? I guess between where the cutting edge firms are today, the really big firms, and the firms that are smaller and don't have the same resources. Is it a matter of resources, or does it go beyond that? Is it a, is there a mentality issue? I think it's I think uh, it's more of a mentality issue than it is a resource issue. the The larger firms, the more savvy firms, have fully embraced things like social media. They've, mm. they've embraced things like uh, on an online presence. They've embraced things like online marketing and generating leads and following leads and and exploiting the leads and. and tracking them to a final sale. The smaller firms, some of them are doing that, and I'm seeing more of it, but a lot of them are still stuck with uh, networking and and meeting people at their local chamber of commerce, Mm -hmm. getting referrals from their bankers and attorneys, uh, and and are not taking advantage of some of the other uh, other tactics that um, have come into play and, and are really taking over the marketing profession as a whole and CPA marketing itself. Do you, from some of the, these smaller firms, do you hear the, I guess, objection maybe is the word, uh, Hey, I'm getting all I need from these referrals, right? I mean, the market's supporting me. We've got a great name in our local market or our, or our niche. Um, why do we need to do social media or all this other uh, newfangled kind of <laughs> newfangled kind of stuff. Well, it, the the problem with that kind of a mentality is that works for you, but most of the people that have that kind of mentality are your age, my age, baby mm-hmm. boomers. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the profession, it's more common than not that they retire at age sixty five. Mm-hmm. The retirement, particularly in a smaller firm, is based on a buyout 
that is funded by the people that take over the firm. Mm-hmm. And so if the firm is not in a position to grow after these people who have done a great job of, of, of using their contacts and bringing in business through referrals, if they're not in a position to continue the, 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 the growth that they need to, those, the retirement for the baby boomers goes away. Well, you brought it right to the bottom line there, didn't you, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, and part of it is developing uh, your making sure you've got succession mm-hmm. um, in that firm. I want to talk about the role of marketing and succession in a minute uh, and recruiting. But, um, but I guess t- talk a little bit about the um, – and again, not specific firms, but just – what the firms that um, uh, need to make changes, what are, what are the, I guess the, what's the low hanging fruit that you see uh, that they're able to um, make changes in the short run that I, I guess give them some positive reinforcement that they're on the right track? I think uh, probably the biggest thing that they can do is realize that the internet and uh, electronic marketing really can work for them. Most of these firms have got something like an electronic newsletter, an email type newsletter. And most of them just send it out and they have a, a, a list of, of clients and sometimes prospects that they send this email newsletter to. <clears throat> and it goes out maybe once a month or once every other week and, and that's the end of it. What most of the platforms that they're using will allow them to do, however, is to track people that are clicking the articles mm. and, and track who is reading it and how much time they spend on it. And so it, it's not very difficult for some of these firms to say, hey, I'm going to get a monthly report on who reads what articles, and I'm going to start thinking about articles that I can put in there that will identify for me who might be interested in a service that I can provide? Mm. Uh, most of the firms also have a website, and if they can link that newsletter back to the website, they can track um, hits on their website. So if they take that step of saying, I'm going to pay more attention to who's reading what and who's going to my website, and I might um, take that next step of identifying somebody that's reading it saying, this might be a good client of mine. And then they can check on things like um, LinkedIn Mm. and see if they have a connection to anybody at that company Mm -hmm. and ask for an introduction. Mm -hmm. And that takes them down the road towards um, email, electronic, internet type marketing. Mm. Once they've done that, it's not hard to make that next step and say, gee, you know, maybe if I can get leads this way, maybe I can get leads off of social media. Right, right. Or maybe I can do a podcast like we're doing here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, are, what do you uh, – what are the firms that um, the characteristics, the raw materials maybe, that a small firm needs to have – Maybe besides hiring Innovatus, but uh, the that that the raw materials they need to have in place to take that next step. I think it uh, 
it's good if the partners are in the you know mid thirty to mid fifty range. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a little bit different mindset than the partners that are are my age have. Um, so that's one thing. But the other thing I think is a willingness to try something different. And so much of the uh, stereotype of an accountant is going down the same path and, and being very rigid about following things. But you'd be surprised at how many, uh, particularly some of the smaller firms with the younger management staff, are very, very willing to try something different, try something new. And if it doesn't work, try something different. So having a mindset of, I want to try something different. I want to, I want to see if this will work, I think is, is critical to um, being a, a successful and a growing firm. Um, the other thing is a, a willingness to listen to and really try to understand the perspective of their younger staff in the firm. Because we're seeing a transition not only in accounting firms, but we're seeing a transition in the ownership of small family-owned businesses from the baby boom generation or the or generation X to millennial ownership. Mm. And those the, the millennial generation chooses who they work with in a completely different fashion than the baby boomers did. The millennial generation is much more tuned into um, research on the internet. Mm-hmm. They will go out and they will do a lot of research. Let's say that they're looking for a new accounting firm. They'll do a lot of research on the internet. They'll eliminate a number of firms that they don't think they want to work with based on what's on their website. And they will narrow it down to two or three firms before they even go out and start talking to people. That's a little uh, intimidating for folks because what that says is maybe I'm not even getting a chance to make a pitch, right? Exactly. Uh, you Firms may never know that they just never were even considered because of what the people found on their website or didn't find. Do you find, Brian, that there's a, um, I guess maybe a uh, an extreme view of social media uh, and uh, internet marketing that some of the clients that you start talking with have, maybe they think social media is, uh, you've got to get on and spill your guts and tell what you had for breakfast and all that kind of stuff. And that's really not what you're talking no, about, right? No, no. Really what, what a small business owner is looking for from their accounting firm is they're looking for advice, they're looking for ideas, they're looking for assistance to help them accomplish their objectives. And if you're going to position yourself as somebody that can help a small business owner grow their business, just talking about different issues that affect businesses is a, is a way of letting them know that you are in tune with, with the issues that they're facing. So if you are in the habit of thinking about these kind of issues, posting about them on LinkedIn or posting about them on Twitter, posting links to information that small business owners may find helpful, positions you and positions your firm as an information resource. So when the small business owner is looking for an information resource to replace the person that is simply doing their taxes these days, 
they're going to think about the places that they've gone on the internet, on social media, and and where they've gotten the most information that has helped them to do a better job of, of accomplishing their objectives. So you've got to just simply show a little bit of your knowledge. You've got to show knowledge, and you've got to show that you're you're really interested in being a source of information, that you're not just in it to do the taxes or do the the financial statements. Got it. So a lot of the uh, seems like a lot of where the accounting industry is going here over the last um, I don't know ten twenty years what have you is going toward more of an advisory mode and trying to build uh, the, both capabilities and reputation as an advisory firm, not just, as you say, the, um, the tax prep firm. Talk, talk about the role of marketing in making that shift. If you think about marketing um, and you go back to um, the, the, the basics of marketing, the four Ps, product, place, promotion, and price. Product is a huge um, part of marketing. And what is the product of a CPA firm? It's, it's the services that they provide. So marketing can, can play a critical role in helping firms identify what types of services would best suit the kind of market that they want to go after and can make suggestions to the people that actually have to provide that service on, on how it should be structured, how it should be priced, um, how it should be promoted. Mm-hmm. So I, I think marketing is very critical. Uh, and I also, you mentioned something about going away from the traditional uh, tax and, and financial statement preparation and into more of an advisory. And I think that's being driven by technology. Yeah. Um, you know, you can get your taxes done by a computer program these days, mm. even some pretty sophisticated taxes. What you can't get out of the program is planning and structuring your business to minimize those taxes. Mm-hmm. What you can't get out of that program is ideas on on how you may want to um, structure your business uh, going forward to attract the kind of customers that you want for your business. Mm. So technology can do a lot of the things that CPAs used to do, but mm-hmm. cannot, technology cannot take the place of human knowledge and and really understanding in depth the problems and the issues faced in the marketplace and providing solutions to those problems. Folks, we're chatting with Brian Filoni. Brian is with Innovatus. Um, wow, a lot. We could, we, I could go down a long bunny trail on that one. But, <laughs> but I want to get to another place where uh, marketing seems to come in uh, and and that's really employer branding, mm-hmm. um, and the the problem of succession that a lot of firms have, the problem of talent attraction and retention. Um, we have a lot of accounting firms come in the studio here, and they talk about the problem they have of just there are not enough accounting majors coming out of college, right? Yeah. So talk about the role of marketing in building and deepening your bench. Uh, well, there's two issues that you were talking about there. Yeah. One, one is the one is the human resources issue, sure. and, and how do you build the bench? The other, and and I'd love to go down that route too, is um, 
how do you build a brand for the firm and, and, and what does that consist of? Let's, let's go down both roads. Okay. <laughs> Let, let's start out on the human resources yeah, part. Sure. Um, and, and interesting that you should bring that up because I just had a, uh, a presentation. I uh, facilitate a, what's called a circle of uh, new marketing directors that are members of the Association for Accounting Marketing. And I just had a presentation. A woman came in and did a presentation on um, internal communications and, and, and how that can benefit CPA firms. Mm. And, and CPA firms go out to market with a certain brand that they want to, to put out in the marketplace. But it's really important that the people inside the firm know what that brand is, understand it, support it. Uh, and and so the internal communication is is very important. The other thing that the internal communication does is it helps bring the partners and the staff all together and make sure that they're all playing on the same team, if you will. And once you have people playing on the same team, it becomes a much more collegial atmosphere and is much easier to attract people mm. to that. If you can create that kind of an atmosphere inside your firm where everybody, no matter what level, feels valued, contributes to the operation of the of the business, can see how it how it's structured and, and how it's intending to grow, um, that becomes very attractive to the people outside that are looking to make a career in accounting. There are still a lot of people that are going to school for a CPA degree or for, for an accounting degree and, and pursuing that uh, certification once they get their degree, but they are becoming much more um, selective about who they work with. They want to feel a part of the team. And so mm. the internal communications is critical to making that teamwork and that, that team feeling happen within, inside the firm. Once that's created, then it becomes marketing's job to work with the human resources department to go out and demonstrate at the college recruiting fairs the kind of of environment that exists at their firm. Mm. So when they when they go out to those recruiting fairs, they've got to be selling the same message or or conveying the same message that they're trying to conf- convey to potential clients of the firm. Sure. Sure. And that is, uh, it, it, this is the experience of what it is to work with XYZ accounting firm. So is it fair to say that 30 years ago, marketing had nothing to do with marketing, internal marketing in an accounting firm had nothing to do with HR pretty much. And, 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 but today you've really got to, uh, intertwine those two functions. That's correct. Uh, you know, if you go 30 years ago, the, the marketing department maybe put together the banners that the HR people would take out to the recruiting fairs. <laughs> That's right. Make sure they got the logo right. Make sure they got the logo right. Make sure that the colors aren't aren't uh, too too gaudy and, and and things like that. And you laugh, but uh, for a lot of firms, that's still the role of marketing in, in terms of recruiting. But right. But marketing is really the keeper of the firm's message, and, and that message needs to go out both for recruiting and for potential client development. So I, I want to uh, get to some of the things, that specific um, uh, work that you do at Innovatus, but let's let's get to that the role of marketing and 
building succession in your firm? Because mm-hmm. that's that's a that's another piece of where it comes into play, right? It it, it does. Um, you know, obviously, you've got to have the right people in place, which is part of the recruiting process. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got to have the right people in place to take over the firm after the the partners decide to retire. Um, but marketing also plays a role when when a when a partner retires, that partner has created relationships with the clients uh, that, that he or she works with. And there is a tendency when that partner retires for the client to say, okay, I need to go out and find somebody else now to build a relationship with. That may be somebody within the firm, but a lot of times it's somebody at another firm, somebody that they may have met at a networking event or or some of those other old-fashioned marketing um, techniques, mm-hmm. um, and and they tend to to look to those people for developing a new relationship. Marketing has to take a lead in helping to make the transition through communications between the staff that's going to be taking over that client relationship and the client, and making sure working with the staff internally that. The, the communications make it very clear that nothing is going to change in the relationship. It's it's gonna there's going to be a smooth transition. We have all of the processes in place to make sure that there is no interruption in that relationship, and you'll continue to get the same level of service. You'll continue to have the same client experience with the new team that you had with your old contact. Got it. Um, Again, I want to get to Innovatus in a second, but one more quick question. I want to give you're, you're very involved um, in the Association for Accounting Marketing. Uh, let's give a shout out to that organization. Talk about why you're so involved there and what that's done for you and in your career, and I guess why you advocate others to be involved. Yeah, I joined the Association for Accounting Marketing back in, in 1991 when it was. We didn't know from one year to the next whether we were going to survive as an association. <laughs> but um, I made a lot of good friends there. But more importantly, I would not have had the career that I've had today without the advice, the coaching, the mentoring that I got through that association. And that association has has done an awful lot to advance the profession of marketing within the accounting profession as a whole. Right. Um, has has been a real advocate for the the function within accounting firms, um, and has given a lot of people an opportunity to do some things and, that they never would have thought about doing, and to really grow their careers within their firms. Um, so I think the Association for Accounting Marketing has done a tremendous job of advancing um, both my career and the careers of a lot of other people. The other thing it has done is it has, I think, made accounting firms as a whole um, much more knowledgeable about what it takes to grow a firm and much more capable at at taking the firm in a direction that they want to grow and growing the way that they want to. You heard it, folks. Uh, check it out if you're not involved, if you're in the, the uh, this industry space and not involved in that uh uh, worthy uh, group, uh, check it out. 
Uh, and you heard it straight from Brian. Yep. Let's talk, let's go ahead. Accountingmarketing.org. Oh, there you go. Thank you for that. <laughs> um, thank you for that. So um, let's get to Innovatus and how you um, help folks with their marketing issues. Now, I mean, I'm senior partner in a small firm. I know I need to do something with my marketing. I'm unhappy with it, or I think, hey, I, I've already absorbed the fact that we need to do something different. So, how does a uh, how does a, a uh, I guess a, a deep dive, initial deep dive with Innovatus work? I mean, what, what's what's the un, unfold the conversation for us? Yeah, we can we can do a lot of different things, but what we try to do is is really understand first off where the firm wants to go and and what they're unhappy with, where they want to go, and why they don't think what they've been doing is going to get them there. Once we have a good understanding of, of where the firm is at, then it becomes a matter of what what is it that they need from us? Do they need a full-grown uh, growth plan for their firm, uh, which is going to help them identify what markets they should be in and what services they should provide and what... Uh, what their internal structure should be, or are they simply looking to rebrand the firm um, and, and they need some help in help in defining what that brand should be and building a communication around the brand, building the message around the brand. Uh, it could be something as simple as uh, just helping them do a little bit of market research to understand what prospects there are available to them in their marketplace. So it, we really have to have a good understanding of, of what it is that the firm needs. Once we have that understanding, if, if, if we're going to do a full-grown growth plan for them, we're going to do some in-depth market research on what, uh, what business segments are they in currently, what business segments in the area that they're in are growing, and if the segments that they're in are not segments that are growing, is there a chance to move them from one to the other? Uh, do they have the right marketing department structure in place? Mm. Um, do they have the right incentives in place to accomplish what they want to accomplish? And do they have the discipline in place that allows them to say, this is what we want to do. This is how we're going to measure accomplishing what we set out to accomplish. And this is the process and the plan that we have in place for enforcing the, the, that we do what we say we are going to do. And, and we can help them with all of that. Um, we can also provide ongoing support for them uh, in, in terms of if they, let's say that they don't have the senior marketing in place today that they need to get going, we can step in as, as uh, like a part-time marketing director or we can provide support and guidance for the marketing staff that they have in place to help them implement that plan. So it really does depend on what the what the client needs. And the one thing that I thought was really interesting um, when I was talking to the, the, the president and founder of Innovatus, Sarah Dobek, was she said, our main goal is to work ourselves out of an engagement. Hmm. So what we want to do is we really want to put in place the program that's going to make that firm successful and give them the skill set that they need in order to implement that plan so that we can step back and let them go forth. Wow, that's uh, that's quite worthy, uh, to say the least. So 
what I'm hearing there, Brian, correct me if I'm wrong, but what I'm hearing is you can act, you can identify the issues, mm-hmm. the, the, the to do's, if you will, the, yeah. the, the progression, and you can be either an accountability partner along that journey, yeah. or you can actually implement the plan itself, whether it's a fractional marketing officer or whatever, whatever that, uh, however you term that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I, I think you summarized it pretty well there. Um, we can be whatever that firm needs us to be in mm-hmm. the particular situation that they're in today. And we can help them get to the point where they either need us in a different role or don't need us at all. That's, um, you can't beat that folks. Brian Filoni, uh, with Innovatus. Um, so, uh, Brian, I'm, would love it maybe if you could just share what success looks like. I mean, you've mentioned kind of the baseline, which is we're going to work ourselves out of, out of a job, uh, which I love, but, um, what is, what, what, what does success look like? And maybe in, in terms of a real life story, um, uh, someone that y'all have worked with that you think don't have to mention names, of course, but that, re- that really reflects the great work you do. Um, I would say probably, and in, 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 that's an interesting question because I've only been with Innovatus since August, mm-hmm. so um, I, I haven't seen that full spectrum. Uh, but I, I know that we've got a couple of firms where we stepped in and, and um, we gave them a marketing plan, and now those firms are growing. In, in one case that I can think of, the firm has gone through or is in a process of going through um, a transition in ownership from the retiring generation to the next generation. Uh, and, and they will be able to do that um, very, very successfully without having to sell their firm. They'll be able to make that transition to the next generation. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think that is, is huge success uh, because a lot of times what you see um, when the, the older generation gets ready to retire, if they don't have the, the, talent in place to keep the growth going and, and like i mentioned earlier pay the retirement right they have to sell the firm they have sure. to merge it in so i think a success looks like an ongoing independent cpa firm that makes a successful transition from the older generation to the next generation and continues to provide great op, great service to their clients folks if that, if that's what you're looking for maybe the answer to the next question is going to be what you're looking for also, which is how to get in touch with Brian Filoni at Innovatus. Uh, Brian, this has been great. Um, lots of great information. I can't imagine we don't have some folks that want to be in touch, so let's get them connected with you. Yeah, the easiest way to get a hold of me, to get a hold of any of us at Innovatus, is to go to our website, I-N-O-V-A-U-T-U-S dot com. And lots of resources there, I know, and... Um, you walk the talk there because there's a lot of social media uh, places to connect as well. Yes, so, are. yeah, yes, there are. I love it. Uh, Brian Filoni with Innovatus, folks. Brian, this has been fun and, and uh, more importantly, informative. Thanks so much for being with us. You're very welcome, John. I was glad to be here. Yeah, thank you. Hey, folks, just a quick reminder you can find Business Leaders Radio on all the major podcast apps. Businessleadersradio.com is uh, the show archive site. You can check it, check that out. And uh, we would love it if you uh, appreciate the show and um, uh, 
think of someone that you think would benefit from this interview, share it uh, because that's how we grow. But more importantly, that's how we fulfill our mission of highlighting great business leaders like Brian who do great work and we want that work to be found and celebrated. So if you could help us out in that way, we would appreciate it. So for my guest, Brian Filoni, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on Business Leaders Radio.